so you ask for quality belts, you ask for quality wallets, you ask for quality socks, great products that you will love from a company that you will love. Well, uh, Grip6 is this company. They are a small company in Utah that they, they, they source everything from inside the United States. And if you care about this country, if you care about the future of this country, you're going to love Grip6 because they care about the future of this country. They, their belts are minimalist. They're not just jutting out of your shirt. They have, they're very customizable. You can do laser etched designs, logos, flags, all sorts of cool stuff on the belt buckle. They're also available in carbon fiber, so you don't have to set off the metal detectors all the time in the airport. All that stuff's going on. Plus, they source everything here. They love this country, and they carry an awesome selection of socks and wallets that you're going to love as well. Go to grip6.com slash stew. Grip6.com slash stew. Use the code stew to save 15% off. Grip the number 6.com slash stew. Get 15% off today at grip6.com slash stew. Radio show starts here in just a second. program. This is one of the most amazing times in American history. I don't know if there's ever been a time quite like this where half the country is either part of this I hate America, which I don't think is true, or they've been duped or almost hypnotized into this totalitarian bent that we're seeing now from the left. Democrats are only talking about things that I don't think anyone else is talking about. The average American, both Democrat and Republican, I believe, not the ones in Washington, not the ones who are, you know, really diehard, you know, Republican, and I die for the party, or Democrat, I die for the party. Those people, forget about it. I'm talking about your neighbor that may vote differently than you. I think they're affected by inflation. They're seeing gas prices. They're seeing what's going on. And yet the polls reflect that it's close. I'm not sure that's true. So this hour, I'm going to talk to a couple of people. We have Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. He's going to be on with us in about 30 minutes. And uh, Congresswoman Beth Van Dyne, she um, she was in the only district that Biden won in and a Republican picked up a seat and it's her seat. It was close last time. What is she hearing on the streets compared to what is she hearing in Washington from politicians? We begin in 60 seconds. Some companies do a really good job. That is to say they sell a great product and then they get out of your way. That's great. But then some companies go above and beyond the call of duty and rise to 
truly extraordinary. Right now, My Patriot Supply is still donating 10% of all of their proceeds to Mercury One's relief efforts in Florida. So, you know, two days ago, I got a number that that is over a million dollars now. That is remarkable for this company to do. We didn't ask them, they volunteered. My Patriot Supply, please, you need to have a stockpile of emergency food from My Patriot Supply. If you haven't ordered yours yet, don't wait around. Uh, you know, anything could happen at any time. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. They have a 20% discount on their three-month emergency food kit when you order at preparewithglenn.com. So you get the 20% discount, plus they give 10% of their proceeds to uh, the Florida Relief. These guys have really been amazing. Preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Welcome. Congresswoman Beth Van Dyne. How are you? I'm good. Good I'm to good. see you. It's good to see you, too. Uh, you know, I was thinking about you the other day, and I thought, uh, she doesn't call, she doesn't write, but we'll always have clock boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> always have clock boy. You're right boy. down the street. I can come by any time when I'm <laughs> no, home. I know, I know. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. You know, it's been it's been 20 months now since I've been in, in office, and I think it's probably the most unique freshman experience ever. I got sworn in January 3rd, right? Uh-huh. Then we had January 6th happen. Then we had um, impeachment vote after that. We were in a time of COVID where we were separated, you know, physical distance, and then we all had to wear masks. Um, it has been it has been a divisive time in Congress as well as the rest of the country, you, but it's been a wild 20 months. You know, I was watching uh, Parliament the other day because I'm a complete geek, and I'm watching Parliament, and they're like, order, order, and they're just yelling at each other. And I used to hate that. But it, what I watched it this time, and I thought – at least they're debating. Yeah. I don't ever see anything where the chamber is full yeah. and you're actually debating stuff. It's usually just somebody standing in front of a chart giving a speech to no one in the chamber. Is is that accurate? That is absolutely accurate. And you know, I don't know how much of this is COVID related because I've got members on the other side of the aisle who have not been there since the since COVID started. So we have been voting by proxy. We have That's been having committee votes. We have been having committee meetings by Zoom, um, and they just haven't. They have their offices closed. Their their staff doesn't come in. They don't meet with with folks in DC. Um, you know when they have when they have their constituents come to DC, they're not there. Wow. So, how bad is the disconnect between what you hear from constituents? Yeah. And what you hear from the political people in Washington, D.C. It is really disconnected. Um, when I am in the district, you know, we've had over 100 roundtables and business tours. We've gone out. I mean, that's been that's my job is to go out and find out what people here want me to be saying in D.C., how they want to be represented, what their priorities and concerns and their issues and what scares them. And, and what they want me to do about it. That's why they want me there. Right. And that's why you uh, – Congress has such a short period. You're running – Every Pretty two much years. all the time. All the time. Because yeah. you, you've got two years. Your term is two years. You're in and out. And that mm-hmm. was made by our founders. On purpose. On purpose. To so make you sure were, you stay connected with exactly your constituents. Right. And exactly right. What I'm hearing is, you know, economy, number one. Um, people are really upset that their paychecks are so much smaller now. They might be getting more per hour more. But yeah. when we look at and take into account inflation, 
you know, if you do the math, 8.3%, which let's face it, it's higher than that, but let's just go with 8.3%, yeah, yeah. Right. you know, for, for, for argument's sake. But 8.3% is basically like taking an entire month's paycheck and burning it. When you do the math and you think about that. So everybody is, is, is taking one paycheck. Democrats have basically burned from everybody's wallet. Um, they're affected by that. When you start looking at gas prices, which, or let's face it, I know that the Biden administration keeps wanting to blame, you know, the Russian war in Ukraine. And now they're blaming the Saudis. Every month it was going up ever since this president took office. And it's because of his policies. Inflation is because of their lack of fiduciary responsibility, but again, their policies. Spending like, like crazy people, trillions and trillions of dollars, more than any other administration has ever spent in the first 20 months. More debt than we've ever accumulated in our in our country's history. That's what people are talking about. They're upset about things like um, not having baby formula on the shelves. Still, still, still. Yeah, there's upset That's really crazy. about the border. I mean, we're in Texas. You think about the border crime that we've got going down there. You think about the millions and millions of people that have entered our country illegally and how that affects our communities. The fentanyl that this. This administration does not even have a plan, won't even admit that there's a problem. That is what people at home are talking about. It is incredible to me that human trafficking is now a billion-dollar industry on our border, and nobody seems to care. They said that it's gone from a mom-and-pop, when you talk to the people who are down the border, they said it's gone from a mom-and-pop operation to now, like, Coca-Cola. That it is that organized, it is that wide and expansive um and they're making billions of dollars so what are the people in washington do, do they really think the democrats that they are they've got a winning message or do they know they're in trouble um so when you talk to folks one-on-one when the cameras aren't on uh-huh. um democrats will admit that they're in trouble that they will admit that that fiscally um that Biden has not been um, exactly what you'd consider responsible and that people in their district are talking about it. They will admit that. Not everybody will admit that, but, you know, and they won't admit that publicly. But yes, they are, they are hearing from their constituents just like we're hearing from ours. And the arguments are the same. But then they say that, and then you look at the board at the end of a vote, and you're like, every Democrat voted yes to spending more money, to being more fiscally irresponsible, to sending billions of dollars outside of our country, to to hiring you know 87,000 IRS agents, but ignoring that we even have um, um, a right. border problem. Right. So there's one thing that they'll say, but there's something else that they vote. And that's the most frustrating part, because you know some of these folks, I'm gonna get, give them credit, some of these folks really are smart when you talk to them and you just shake your head at their votes, because it doesn't reflect in their votes that they've got you know, brain cell. What do people in the district, when you're talking to the average person, what do they think about war and Putin and uh, all of that? You know, this is something that Republicans had been warning for over a year, ever since our I botched I <laughs> withdrawal Reagan from Afghanistan, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When we started talking about the lack of leadership there, how when you're allowing yeah. terrorists to basically control your foreign policy, what message that was sending out. Um, we, we, we said exactly what was going to happen. You are empowering folks in Russia. You're empowering, you know, um, the, uh, the, the uh, government in China. So 
when Russia went and actually, you know, Putin went into Ukraine, I don't think it shocked many people. We knew that that was going to happen. China going into Taiwan will probably be next. Again, it is our foreign policy that dictates that. It's not only our foreign policy. It is the fact that this is the the worst track record. And I mean this sincerely. This is not hyperbole. I'm not just throwing them out of the butt. This is sincere. I challenge anyone to show me somebody who has made more mistakes quote unquote, more mistakes than this guy and this administration. Everything they have done works to the disadvantage of America. And I'm, you know, you you quickly get to the point to where you're like, no one can, the odds of being wrong and have it work. A hundred percent of the time. A hundred percent of the time, not in our favor. It just doesn't have that. The odds are too astronomical. Well, it depends what your goal is. Correct. And, and, you know, are you wrong 100 percent of the time? It depends what the goal is. You know, and I would argue that what's happening at the border, they're they're turning a blind eye because they don't want to actually have to face that exactly what they wanted to happen is happening. Um, They don't want to have to admit that if they go down there and they talk to people who work there. But we have had millions of people enter this country illegally. We have had, um, you know, a, a, a Democrat party who's wanting to have their own rule for votes. On opening that voting rules up for the entire country with HR1, mm-hmm. where they wanted to have people who entered our country illegally be able to vote. Oh they wanted to be able to have people who were 16 vote. They wanted to not have um, voter ID. So you think about that plan and you can start easily thinking, well, maybe their goal is to Correct. have millions of people come into this yeah. country illegally because they're hoping that they're going to vote for them and change the way that our country looks. You were just in Asia, were you not? Yeah. What are they saying about this is the, this is the scary part. You know, I know that I go home and I talk to my constituents and they don't like what they see. But it's not just at home. Um, I was in South Korea for a week. I came home and then I was in um, Cambodia and Singapore. All of these countries are drastically different from one another. But they all had the same message. The U.S. right now is void. And where there's a void of leadership, China is more than happy to be filling that void. And they are doing that on um, doing that every single day. When you think about the rare earth minerals that they have oh, rights to around the world, 75% of our earth's rare, rare minerals. And our well, I policies... Believe have, I believe we have a lot of them up in Alaska, but you'll never get anybody to open those up. Possibly. Yeah. Potentially. You know, the more that we um, rely on on electric vehicles, yeah, where those, those minerals, uh-huh. cobalt, lithium, nickel, are are controlled yeah. by China. Yeah. And that's where they, the, the Democrats seem to be pushing our future. Like, and whose benefit is the, are those policies working? It's not U.S. So uh, let me take a quick one-minute break, and then I'll come back, and I want to ask you, so what is the plan for Republicans? Because honestly, Beth, you know this as, as well as anybody does. Republicans will be done. You'll be done if this is a Congress that just does uh, investigations and does showboat stuff, yeah. you actually have to do something. And I'm shocked at the leadership. Well, I'm not because I don't have faith in the leadership, but I'm I'm shocked that they they haven't really come up with a here's day one, day two, day three. Here's what we're going to do. I want to know from you. Can can. Uh, a house and a senate without the white house actually change the direction or at least put fingers in the dike yeah uh, back in just a second 
Maggie wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, I live on a horse ranch in the Ozarks. My great joy in life has always been horseback riding. But in recent years, I had to cut it back, eventually stop, because my pain in my back was so bad. I was afraid I wasn't going to ever ride again. But then I heard about Relief Factor, and I tried it. Glenn, within just a few weeks, the pain had subsided so much that now I'm back in the saddle. I am so glad to hear that, Maggie. There's something about leaving behind the things that you really live for and you really love. And you think, I'm never going to be able to do that again. Relief Factor may be your key to getting back in the saddle, if you will. Relief Factor was developed by doctors. It's not a drug, so it's not going to space you out. But it attacks inflammation four different directions. And inflammation is really the biggest source of our pain and, quite honestly, most of our problems in our body. So try Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. Get the three-week quick start for 1995 right now. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right. So we're back in uh, studio with uh, a congresswoman who I just love. She has been in the fight. You were the mayor of this town when I first moved here, right? Yep. 2011 to yeah. 2017. And you have been in knockdown, drag out fights for really important things, even as mayor. I didn't know how you did it, but uh, so I'm glad you're in Congress. You helped. You helped. Um, so, so, Beth, tell me. Um, can they make a difference? And will the Republicans do anything? You know, you're part of a team. So I, I, I will play my individual part, my, 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 my independent part, which is um, I, I will continue to, to fight. I will continue to do, say what I'm going to do and then do what I say. Um, we have worked over the last 20 months, Republicans have worked on this commitment to America. Um, when I was this out, is Kevin McCarthy's. Uh, so yes, um, he so, announced it. So Kevin McCarthy, we, we were all in. Well, there's there's about thirty of us that were in Pittsburgh uh, a couple of weeks ago. When mm. We came out with the commitment. When I was in um, South Korea, I had lunch with Newt Gingrich, and he talked about the contract to America and how you need to tell the people what you stand for. It's one thing. In the last twenty months, it seems we've been fighting against what mm-hmm. we've seen. But it's not good enough to just say you're going to fight. You also have to say this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so the commitment to America was basically these are our priorities. So our priorities are America's priorities. We're looking at safety, what we've seen with crime. We've looked at what's going on at the border. We looked at accountability in government. The fact that we still have proxy voting. We're not getting together. We're not debating um, as a Congress. You've got Congress who are able to buy with insider information, stock trades. So holding those, account- those folks accountable, looking at our future. Seeing over the last several years how much freedoms that we have given up, mm-hmm. making sure that we are looking at holding on to those freedoms, but also how much money we're spending. Are we going to have a, a future that is free? Are we going to have a future that our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids are going to be constantly paying down debt? Oh, I, I And think then also looking at the economy. The fourth part of that is looking at the economy and making sure that we are fighting inflation. We are looking at policies that, you know, when you throw trillions of dollars into a system, don't be shocked when inflation goes up. But making sure that we're protecting that economy and not demonizing our American businesses. So you're watching what's happening with the banking sector right now. They are freaking out. They're freaking. They weren't freaking out before 2008. They were like, no, no problem here. And like, really? Um, They're freaking out and warning really bad things. They're trying to get the Fed to stop 
tightening. They're trying to get the Fed to start printing more money. Um, and uh, I have a feeling that's what we're going to get um, because you're either going to stop the heart of the economy uh, trying to pull all of this back in or you're going to keep printing and then we just die through, you know, hyperinflation eventually. Do you believe we can pull this back together? I mean, this a trick that's never been done before. I think in 2008, it was easy to identify what had led up to that. I think looking at the the, um, the last couple of years under COVID, all the restrictions, how we pulled back, we did exactly a number of cases, exactly what we should not have done, the yeah. opposite of yes. what we should have done. Yes. We're now feeling those ramifications. And by the way, those ramifications, especially in school kids, we're going to be feeling for years. I believe we can get back there. I really do. We've seen what happens with one party rule for two years. It has been a disaster for the country. I think we can walk and chew gum. I think we're going to have to govern and governing on those those four major principles that we just talked about, but also having investigations is going to be important. Are you are you going to rein in the the power of the presidency? Far as I mean, he's just doing edicts. If you guys have power and you won't pass anything that he wants, he'll just. It's not just the president, but it's also the president's cabinet. And you know, we yes. have we have said from day one on, uh, Mayorkas has got to go. Okay, Mayorkas is part of the problem. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that the man needs to be impeached. So looking at the cabinet members and making sure that, that if we have the Senate that's going to be responsible for so, who those, those yeah. folks are, that we, are, we have people who will actually be up for the job. It's one thing to have the president be what MIA. Let's, mm-hmm. let's just be nice and say he's MIA right. and a vice president who's MIA. Yeah. But making sure that you've got cabinet members, but also making sure that you're going after those those irregularities, those um, things that have happened in the past, illegal, yeah, that yeah. need to be addressed. You a- need to make sure that people understand Amen. that people are going to be held accountable. Amen. I hope that is the Biden family and Fauci uh, would be included in that. Um, how do people get involved in your campaign if they want to help? I'd love for them to go to um, BethForTexas.com. Um, we're we are running every day. We're also trying to help a bunch of other people across the country to make sure that we take back our country and we make make sure that we take back the majority. So we've got a lot of great candidates that are out there. Myra Flores, Esther Joy King, Jen Kiggins. Um, these are uh, Jennifer Ruth Green is phenomenal. Help these people put, come over the, 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 the finish line. BethForTexas.com. BethForTexas.com. As always, great to see you. Great to see you, too. Keep up the fight. Thank you. God bless. We come back in just a minute with Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about Blinds.com. They're having a friends and family sale right now going on for just a few more days. You absolutely do not want to miss out on these deals, especially if you're looking to spruce up your home for the season right now through October 12th. That's tomorrow. And during the sale, you can save up to 45% on everything, including doorbusters. Blinds.com. They believe that ordering online doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice style or service. You can get the latest styles of curtain, shade, shutters, all of it. All you need is just a little bit of time and a desire to save money. You don't have to do it yourself either. They have design experts. This is free. They do live consultations, and they're really, really good. No hidden fees, no misleading quotes, no showrooms, which means no retail markups, none of that stuff. Shipping is always free. Blinds.com. The friends and family sale now through tomorrow, up to 45% off site-wide at Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Tonight, back-to-back, Stu Does America and Glenn TV on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Tonight on the Wednesday night special, my program at 9 p.m. Eastern, what the polls aren't telling you. The election is now four weeks away. The White House and the cabinet and Congress and Senate seem to be completely out of touch, completely out of touch. They're talking about the, it's like they're they're governing some virtual reality game version of America out of touch with the real concerns of both Democrats and Republicans. Tonight, a serious discussion of what this election is really about, what the mainstream media is missing, and what you need to know heading into November. Tonight, election of consequence, what the polls are not telling you. Tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on blazetv.com, blazetv YouTube as well. To continue this conversation, we have Senator Ron Johnson uh, out of Wisconsin, who is uh, running and uh, doing quite well right now. It is close, but it, I don't know how it's close in reality. Let me give you just some stats on Wisconsin. The um, inflation increase in overall all prices, 14%. Monthly inflation cost, $673 per month. Food monthly inflation costs up $104. Energy up $159 a month. Meat, poultry, fish, egg prices in the Midwest region have increased by 11%. Dairy prices, dairy, it's Wisconsin. Dairy prices have increased by 17.4%. Cereals, bakery price prices in the Midwest have now increased by 17.7%. And the best stat of all, you're going to love it, come to Wisconsin, especially this time of the year when the blood on the sidewalk matches the leaves. Wisconsin has seen 9% rise in violent crime. I can't believe he's not winning with 90% right now. Senator Johnson, welcome to the program. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. It's, it's worse than that. Since 2019, statewide murders are up 70%. Oh, my gosh. In Milwaukee, the- in Milwaukee, they're up 93% since 2019. Uh, it's because we have a governor and a lieutenant governor, and I'm running against Lieutenant Governor Barnes, who pledged, or their goal was, to reduce our prison population by 50%. Uh, Mandela Barnes, we have him on video saying that uh, reducing prison population is now sexy. No, it's dangerous. And you, know, you can see that in the statistics. Now, the, the way I refer to inflation is a dollar that you held at the start of the Biden administration is now worth only 88.3 cents. If, if you're a senior on a fixed income, let's say you were fortunate enough to have a nest egg for easy calculation, let's say $100,000. That $100,000 is now only worth $88,300. That, that's what the Biden inflation, what Democrat governance has done to you. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I always go through what I call the list of horribles, record inflation, uh, 40-year high inflation, record gas prices, skyrocketing crime, baby formula shortage, uh, the open border flood of illegal immigrants, deadly drugs into our cities. But what is interesting, um, in Wisconsin, the people certainly that support me, they're obviously being crushed by all those things. They're highly concerned about that. But there's a far more fundamental concern 
uh, on their minds is that we're just losing this country. I mean, literally, they take a look around and they just look at how insane, you know, what we are trying to do in terms of indoctrinating our children, the wokeness, uh, you know, biological males competing with our daughters, expecting to shower in their showers, uh, school ministries injecting our children with gender-blocking drugs and ex- don't tell their parents. Um, now, the, the, in Wisconsin, conservatives are concerned the fact that we are just losing our country. Senator, uh, we're talking to Senator Ron Johnson in um, Wisconsin. I have to just echo this a bit. I know you've, you know me for, you know, years. And, uh, and when I, in 2008, was saying this is what's coming, uh, I'm still shocked every day I sit in this seat as I see it all unfold. I, I'm, I mean, it's like we're living in a fun house or a crazy house. It's, it's nuts what's happening. When you're talking to the people on the streets, are you seeing any Democrats wake up? Are you seeing the Republicans really motivated to come out and vote? Definitely Republicans are motivated. Uh, I certainly have Democrats showing up to our parent meetings because their eyes have been opened up about what has been indoctrinated into their children uh, during COVID. You know, the, the sad fact, though, is it's, it's hard to get Democrats to uh, put a yard sign out. Uh, it, it's hard to get a Democrat who truly supports me to maybe go on camera and say, I'm, I'm, I'm a Democrat. I'm going to support Ron Johnson because he has the courage to tell us the truth because they don't want to be vilified. They don't want to be canceled. canceled. People are afraid that we, we don't have free and open speech in this country anymore. Uh, you can say anything you want to if you're leftist. Don't worry about that whatsoever. But if you're conservative, you got to better keep your, your mouth uh, shut if you, if you want to continue to work, if you don't want to be canceled at work, if you don't want to be vilified in society. It's, it's, a, it's a very sad state of affairs in this country. Well, I, w- I will tell you, you're right on this. Um, uh, and that's how we lose the country. If people are not willing to stand up when they see something wrong, I mean, you know, good men uh, willing to do nothing. That's how it ends. Um, So let's go back to crime for a second. Uh, You're running against Mandela Barnes. They've released almost a thousand violent criminals out, reduced the population by 15 percent. I think you said their goal was 50 percent. He's going around saying that he was endorsed by law enforcement, but I don't think that's true. Um, I think he was for reimagining the uh, the police, was he not? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, he trotted out, I think, nine endorsements from police officers, seven retired, two active duty. Uh, those two denied that they endorsed him. So <laughs> he might he might have you know, t- totaled up something like 20 now. Uh, I am endorsed by... 51 of the 72 county sheriffs, uh, police associations totaling almost 4,500 police officers. So there's no doubt who, you know, who supports law enforcement and who's supported by law enforcement. But no, he, you know, he, used the code, he uses the code words by Cora Bush, you know, reallocate mm-hmm. over bloated police budgets. He says it pains him to see a fully funded police budget. Uh, so no, he is a radical leftist. He said the founding of America was awful. He, he says our national parks were, were only uh, produced for the enjoyment of white people. And basically calling our, our national parks racist. No, he is a radical leftist. He's hiding in sheep's clothing. Uh, he's by and large been hiding from the press. We, we've somewhat smoked him out. 
but he doesn't sit there and take hard questions. And of course, the, the mainstream media in Wisconsin here, most of them are complicit. They're corrupt. And the problem, Glenn, is the radical left has infiltrated almost every institution of America. I mean, they won't admit it. They won't admit they're radical leftists. They won't admit they're biased in the media. But that's what's happening. And so they're normalizing all these things that we just do sit back and look. This is crazy. It's just crazy. Um, but it's being normalized by, by the media and by the radical leftists in these institutions. Senator, next hour I'm going to be talking about the economy and what is coming. And I, I uh, on my days like today, I look at the economy and I, I think we've hit the iceberg now. Uh, we've just hit it economically. We've hit the iceberg. We're at the point to where you can't uh, you can't uh, raise interest rates very much more without collapsing, and you certainly can't lower them, or you're just going to stave off you know hyperinflation um, if you if you keep them high. If you don't, uh, you you're just going to speed hyperinflation up. In my opinion. Uh, you have, you know, accounting in your in your background. Are are we are we at the point now where it's damn close to a point of no return? Two trillion dollars added uh, to our national debt every single year just from the rising interest rates alone. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm I'm highly concerned. The last three years, we've added seven point five trillion dollars to our debt. We're $31 trillion in debt. If we just return to the interest rates that we had the last three decades of the last century, 5.4%. And that's a pretty reasonable interest rate, pretty reasonable rate of return uh, when you're risking loaning somebody some some money. Uh, Right now, we've been keeping interest rates artificially low at 1.4%. If we were just to return to that 30-year average, that would add $1.2 trillion to our $350 billion dollar annual interest expense. That, that's what we spend on Social Security every year. Um, so no, it's, uh, I think, 8.5% inflation, whatever we're exactly at right now. Uh, that's just a sign of a harbinger of things to come. Uh, it's the inkling of, of a debt crisis. And of course, what sparks a debt crisis is when creditors take a look at the U.S. and say, you know, you're kind of a credit risk. I'll, I'll keep loaning you some money, but not at that rate. You, you go back to that 30-year average, Again, that's $1.2 trillion thrown on top of that, which would have to be paid. Or you default to your debt, and then interest rates skyrocket. So, again, a national, the national balance sheet is no different than a family, other than it's you know, orders and orders of magnitude larger. But you simply can't incur so much debt, have the debt be so much in excess of national income without a day of reckoning. Um, it's uh, completely unsustainable, but so many people in Washington, D.C., and the general public, because the, the media generally supports all these you know, leftist uh, policies, uh, they're just whistling by the graveyard. They're just not paying attention. A guy like me that uh, points it out, I just get vilified. You know, for, I get lied about. You know, I want to end Social Security. No, I want to save it. I want to save Medicare. And I'm just pointing out the greatest threat to any government program yeah. is this massive deficit spending in our growing out-of-control debt. Senator uh, Ron Johnson uh, from Wisconsin, he is running uh, now and could probably use your support. Where do they go if they want to support you and work on your campaign Ron or donate? Johnson, yes, it's Ron Johnson for Senate.com, and I, I, I do need support. Mandela Barnes raised $20 million into his campaign account last quarter. 
He outraised wow. me. We've been doing quite well because of supporters of, of your program and others. But we we need to put the pedal to the metal, and I, I need a lot of support. So Ron Johnson for Senate.com, if we're going to save the Senate seat, and we need to do so if we're going to save this country. And are you confident, Ron, that, um, you know, we, we, we take the Senate and it's not a do-nothing Senate, but the Republicans actually get their ass in gear and do some things? Well, I certainly am going to use every ounce of influence I have to make sure that at a minimum we become William F. Buckley conservatives, stand throughout history and yell, stop. Good. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what we need to do. Uh, you know, we, we need to bring some function back to the Senate, you know, pass a budget, you know, put attached to a probably, probably have to increase the debt ceiling, but attached to it, the fiscal controls, yeah. the debt ceiling was designed to uh, prompt and then go through an appropriation process, you know, starting yeah. in April, bring up the appropriation bill. Make the Democrats vote not to uh, fund our troops. Yeah. Rather than what we do right now, just wait till the end of the fiscal year and do these massive appropriation and that's, omnibuses. That so, is a huge, huge problem. You fix that, just that alone, and America uh, rebalances a, a, a little bit, uh, and, it, and it would be felt if you would just pass budgets again. Haven't had one since 2008. Senator Ron Johnson, thank you so much for everything that you have done and are doing. Uh, keep up the fight, and uh, we support you here. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do, Glenn. You're you, a great man. You great bet. American. Um, Senator Ron Johnson. Uh, Ron Johnson for Senate.com. Uh, All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about doing something amazing, and that is saving a life, literally saving a life today. A little while back, an expectant mother came into preborn clinic, undecided at this point whether she was going to keep the pregnancy or not. Well, when God brings the rain, he often likes to bring the downpour. That woman heard not one, not two, but all three of her little baby's heartbeats. And that was that. Now they are three beautiful little humans in the world who might otherwise not have made it. I urge you, consider being part of the preborn family. One ultrasound is $28. One ultrasound, $28. When you give a pregnant woman an ultrasound, she is 80% more likely to choose life for that baby. We're trying to rescue 50,000 babies uh, this year, but it has been a, a tough go. We really need your help. All gifts are tax deductible. 100% of your gift goes towards saving babies. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. It's pound 250, keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenbeck program. You know, wouldn't it be fun just for a day without all the weird stuff to be Tom Cruise? <laughs> uh, yeah, you'd have a lot of money to spend. Well, no, it's not even that. And it's not even his good looks, although 
The ladies he looks love at, him. I, I yeah, was he looks at me and he's like, man, if I could just look like Glenn Beck when I was his age. And I'm like, you are actually older. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah. Okay, you didn't need to have that Seriously? reaction. Is that- Shut up. No. Tom Cruise is going to be the first civilian to do a spacewalk. And he's going to be filming a new movie in space. That guy, he he's done some of the grit. None of which I would do. Like, I don't want to cliff climb. No. I don't want to go down flying a helicopter that's spinning out of control. I don't want to jump out of the, you know, Khalif Tower. I, I, I don't want to. Space, maybe. But not really. When right. I get there, I'm kind of inside. And I'm like, guys, we're not going to do this. No, 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 no. Seriously. No, no, no. Why are you shoving me out the hatch? Uh but, I mean, that guy does, he's done everything. And he seems like he likes doing this stuff, which means he's just going around the world getting do he, paid yes. to do all the stuff he wants he's to do anyway. Just, just working it into movies. Exactly right. right. <laughs> exactly right. He's like, what do I want to do? He said, you know, when he d- jumped out in uh, one of the Mission Impossibles, jumped out of the high. That's really him jumping out. Yeah, yeah. And he said he wanted to do that for years, almost 20 years. He wanted to do that scene. That's all he's doing is just having fun and getting paid millions of dollars. Wouldn't it be nice? I bet he's not stressed out right now, you know, about the country. No. 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 Not at all. The Glenn Beck Program.